Jeez. Cody. Hello. <laughs> Sparkling, sparkling, happy juice okay, time. Steven, Steven records with his phone like a grandpa recording. <laughs> hey guys, um, so welcome to another episode of Three Brothers One Brain Cell. This is Judah speaking. Today we have another guest. It's a guest episode. Yay! Stop clapping. <laughs> we got uh, Cody here with us. Yay! Hello. Let's go it's for the love of here. God. I love it. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Speak, Cody. Speak? I don't know too much English. Welcome. No, I'm kidding. No, hi, I'm Cody. It's glad to be here. I, it's my pleasure. Um, I Shoot, I'd like to start off by saying this is a wonderful time. It's, yeah, dude. It's a wonderful night. It, you better say. The yeah. weather's fantastic. <laughs> and th- welcome to... Three brothers, one brain cell. Yeah, dude, uh, welcome. <laughs> he did the thing. He did it. Um, he did the. Thi- he said the name of so it. So on three well, brothers. So on three brothers, one brain cell. Uh, we each bring a topic to the table. We generally don't know it beforehand, but Cody didn't know that, and he told us his his topic, which is fine. It's fine. Oh wait, I wasn't, was your... I wasn't going to say anything, but you know, it's fine. No, hold on, wait. Was that your actual topic? Yes. Oh, dude, I thought it yeah. was a joke. I just read it, and yeah. I was like, huh, okay. Like, <laughs> dude, don't make him feel bad about his topic. No, that, it's not no. that it was like a bad topic. I just thought you were kidding, and I was just like, oh, okay. No, I saw it's like, oh, we never told him about it, which honestly, oh, it, it's not a big secret. Right when you asked me, that was the time where my brain went into overdrive, and I was like, I honestly don't <laughs> actually have a topic. I'm, I'm oh, on the search now. You just grabbed it. Yeah, yeah, and like literally two minutes after you said that, I was like, okay, instant, got it. Nice. <laughs> Dude, that's how it works. I do like the topic choice. Yeah. Thank you. It's going to uh, be fantastic. So Absolutely. we mentioned that his name is Cody. My name is Judah. I'm Justice. I'm Steven. And um, and only three of us are brothers here by blood. One of us yeah. is Cody. <laughs> one of one's Cody. So we're going to roll a die 20 to see who brings the first topic to the table. I Just, rolled a 19. <laughs> Just, immediately. Justice rolled a 19. Wow. Here you go, Cody. Cody, what's your roll? Let's get it. Ooh, oh, here it is. Go. Should be a nat twenty. A seventeen. Seventeen. Ooh, right. That's pretty high. That's I'm probably gonna roll a two. Your mom. I rolled four. That's not a. That's not a valid roll. <coughs> Ooh. I rolled a fifteen. <laughs> nice. Gross. Hey guys, bringing it back in with last. Yep. A four. <laughs> Dang it. That's Steven what it up. is. Steven is cursed. So the, yeah. the order will be going <laughs> counterclockwise. Justice, Cody, me, Judah. Damn. We and literally Steven. rolled high, lower, low, <laughs> lowest. That was so weird. It was all in uh, odd numbers until it got to you. And then you went and ruined it, Steven. Oh, my God, Steven. Come you on, you bro. killed the vibes, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. Don't worry, though. I'm about to bring it back with something that I maybe some of you have been anticipating. Am I? For Well, it's kind of the closer to a, a mini-series within a series that I've been doing. The magical series. Yep. Oh, oh that's right! So I don't know if you guys remember yes, sir. where we left off last time, which was, I mean, it's all about spells and magic and all kinds of stuff like that. This week, we are going to be doing WikiHow, but this time, oh, we're man. actually learning 
how to cast a spell. Yay! Oh my god! I have my one charge. And include included in this are ways to, I guess, create spells and or incantations, I saw. Dude, so, that's I mean, so cool. I'm going to make some weird ones. We're going to be getting right into it. You guys, I mean, if the method that I saw looks pretty open-ended, so maybe you guys can just kind of do whatever spell you want and mm. live your life like that. I don't yum, know. Yum. There better be a starter pack with chalk in it. And with like, John, like yeah. at least three candles. WikiHow is offering <laughs> mass starter packs for spells <laughs> for everybody to learn. Hold on, let me get my drinks. <laughs> we'll take a little sippy time. Hey, Steven, I've I don't been know making. If... I know, I know. I've been making hard eye contact at Cody for like a minute now. <laughs> I need just <laughs> like No, I noticed. So I just ignored it. I know. <clears throat> okay. All right. Are we all we all ready? Buckled in? Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Click. Pants Zipped up all the way. I don't have a zipper. But we gotta oh charge God, our, we gotta charge our <laughs> wands. Dude. Uh, it. I don't know. Get this it. one kind of I don't feel comfortable charging okay. my wand. Let's get started. Let's wait, get started. Wait, wait. Oh there we go. <laughs> Step number one. Purify yourself before any spell. Before attempting to perform Damn words what they mean. Before attempting to perform magic. You need to get into the right frame of both body and mind and cleanse away any doubts, demons, or spiritual impurities that might distract you or make the spell go awry. Uh, that's what that is for. I feel I, I like that they mention demons as well as just spiritual impurities. Like they're on equal planes. Like people just kind of have demons hanging yeah. on. Like, yeah, everyone's uh, yeah. got demons. I mean, I, yeah. in my head, demons. <laughs> maybe demons are worse in my head than like what other people view because when I think of demons I think of like Satan and he's like I mean yeah that's pretty accurate yeah. I think of like the 17 like angels and archangels and like, so also pretty bad right yeah, like cause those are all like <laughs> yeah it's like the gluttony and lust and all okay, that okay yeah 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 my question is how would you purify your body is that with holy water are you well they, I am looking here dude they have a whole fucking list you oh, wanna no. you wanna just like dive into the Hell list yeah just okay. shoot it uh, well, you've got bathe. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, take a long bath, getting your skin completely clean and wow. soaking the tension of your muscles. Do you have to sense. do this every time you do a spell? Yeah, <laughs> that is what it says. Take yeah. Wow. Before attempting to perform magic, take dude. a bath. Dress appropriately, okay? No khakis and fucking <laughs> button-ups, guys. No oh. way. You gotta get robes and special garbs oh, no. for doing magic. Put, oh, put it on. God. Uh, yes. Otherwise, pick simple but formal clothes that feel light, comfortable, and clean. Okay, so maybe khakis and button-ups are acceptable for spellcasting. I know this is off-topic, but I'm so excited for the new game that just came out, the Hogwarts Legacy. It looks really good. I have haven't you seen, seen gameplay for it. I have. I have it's not. Like I'm hearing good hype about it. I like it. I haven't seen anything good. about it. Yeah. Dude, maybe this will prep you for it. Well, yeah, dude. I'm going to be a, a fucking wizard on there. You'll take a bath before you play the video game. It doesn't come out on PS4 until uh, April, so that sucks. But I will riot over this information now. Did Harry so Potter's robe? What you're saying yeah. is I can't wear my baggy t-shirt and sweatpants. No. So we can't wear what we're wearing It doesn't. Right now. It says formal... Light, comfortable, and clean. These are the requirements if you don't have cool-ass oh, robes. Comfortable and clean. 
but also what? light that was and my formal. Nickname in high school. All oh, of light all of formal. those things have to move. Power on. robes for okay. All right. Meditate. <laughs> Meditate until your mind is clear. Do some basic deep breathing to improve your focus and discard distracting desires. I, for one, am all for meditation, so I yeah. approve. I approve this message. Meditation <laughs> is Sweet. good. For uh, this one's different though. Anoint yourself with the proper oils. Oh. Uh, oh, essential oils. Different essential oils oh, can be sweet. used for different purposes. Dude, I've been uh, doing that for so, a while. Yeah. <laughs> do I tell you what oils? Or do you have to do that research on your own? Um, It says where to put them. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Uh, where to put your oils. It says different, different oils for different purposes. Lube but you up your wand. Do a little dab um, <laughs> on your forehead. Perhaps your hands, hair, face, chest as well. All okay. Of those, all of those places. That's uh, I'm questioning on. the person writing this right now. Step two, uh, purify your space. If you're going to be working inside, make sure you won't be disturbed and tidy up the location where you intend to perform your spell. Sweet. Mm. Uh, visualize negative and distracting energies dispersing as you clean. When Wouldn't that just is... focus on the negative? Sorry. I guess. But, well, no, you're focusing on it going away. But that's just saying, like, hey, don't think about this. Oh, Instead of like focusing on the positive energy coming in, you're thinking Fair. about the negative energy leaving. It's like the half glass full type shit. You know so. what, dude? I'm gonna send him a message right now and tell him about Fucking it. Fucking curse them out, dude. No. Yeah. Personally, um, I don't want dirt in my like spell jar though. True. I don't want to be casting a spell and then realize that I left yeah, a little Cheeto dust well, in there you know, in my bowl most of, of... Most of dust is just skin particles, so, I mean... So it's all me anyways, yeah. right? <laughs> it's all the same. It's all me. So what does it matter? Uh, okay. Whatever, bro. When the space is clean physically, purify it spiritually by burning some incense, sprinkling some salt water or holy water... Or play. How do you get your hands on holy water? Maybe that'll be the next wiki house. This, how to make holy water. This is a formality of I'm pretty sure, and I've seen uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved do it. You get it through the Catholic Church. You legitimately no get holy water through the Catholic Church. And wait, that I think that is bullshit. an absurd idea, hold on, guys. Hold on. We ran it out of our holy guys, tap. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. I am oh, yeah. a priest. No, eh, you're an ordained minister. Not a priest. It's Not a priest. the same fucking thing. It, it says I can call myself a priest if I want to. <laughs> but you're not a priest ah! of the Catholic Church. Okay, well, and... I could just make us holy water. I forgot that I'm ordained, guys. I could just make holy water. Okay. All right. I don't think that's how I don't works, think you but... hit the Catholic checkbox, <laughs> You guys don't understand. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> just put the water on the stove and boil the... Cody! Dude. Yes. Is the stove Catholic? Oh, God. No, it's Catholic. Oh. Okay. Step number three, guys. You want to set up a circle or altar. You need a a consecrated space to perform your ritual. Can we not do an altar, though? Like, this is sounding culty now. I'm constipated. (laughs) Well, I'm not. I mean, we're not going to. I, w- I didn't have plans to just, like, change everything in here and make an altar, so no, I think we're okay. okay. Every religion has has its cult moments. You That's know? fair. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, there, there are That's altars. There, you're right. There are altars. Okay. Well, uh, guys, if you were wondering how to set up altar, let me tell you. Okay. Uh, first, you're going to draw a circle big enough to sit in it. Oh. Or... A five-pointed star within a circle. Oh, there we go. Okay, so this is satanic shit. Hey, 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 dark magic. Let's do it. We're not just keeping sea bears out. No. (laughs) I feel like did was that a part of the sea bear thing? Was putting a 
Uh, no, sitting penta- in a circle. Pentacle in there. No, it was oh, just like, a circle. Yeah. You drew a circle around okay, you, and yeah. then when the sea bear comes by, he looks at the circle and yeah, says, right. okay, I can't touch this fellow. That well, was I guess an if oval. <laughs> it needs to be a circle. I guess it, it's like a double whammy, right? You put the circle and the star in there, and then it keeps out sea bears, and then you can also cast spells within it. Uh, and then so attract... Demons in the process because yeah. that is an actual satanic. Well, no, no, that's true. You, no, you're getting you rid of demon because you cleansed it. Already. You're just drawing. Right. No, I can see you why you have to cleanse yourself after every spell. Now you cleansed it. So okay. this is like God, a back right. and forth kind of method. You can either like summon demons or banish demons. Yes, yeah. I guess. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's just pretty a portal. up for imp- in interpretation, I guess. Oh, hold on, guys! This is where the this is where the wand comes into play. Oh, oh. God. you can draw it physically, mm. okay. or just trace it in the air with your finger or a wand. Oh yeah, oh, great! Let's Visualize. do it right now. Okay. Let's do it right now. Do I have to, have to trace oh, it on the ground? Okay, or? look, there's a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try and get Calm through. Calm down, here. there's a lot to this mess. Okay, mm. create a small raised platform after you have barricaded yourself with good energy inside of the circle with your magic wand. Uh, okay. Uh, good vibes, so, baby. Uh, uh, place a figurine of a deity. Is it deity or deity? Deity, 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 deity. deity. Either or, mm, either or, tomato, Yeah, tomato. I think it's either or. Tomato, tomato, yeah, same thing. <laughs> Penis. Uh, yeah, so put a little figure of some <laughs> other symbolic representation of the divine on a little raised platform what inside the of the thing. Uh, I don't know. It says you can use a stack of books, though, so. Ah, just, yes, just, the divine. Just treat it reverently. Uh, <laughs> candles, crystals, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Step number four, here we go. Time to invoke the divine. Uh, verbally call on a higher power to bless your spell. This can be a general prayer to call on or help of the deity or deity or force. Or something specific you wrote. Wow, there's a lot of ifs, ands, buts, or ors in this, I gotta say. As one would do there's with a lot of spellcasting. The power um, of Talos! <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, that's the divine. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, I guess. Um, oh, oh, okay. Uh, your invocation can also include gestures, music, dance, oh. or ritually light, lighting candles or placing objects. Once you've done this, focus your energy on your desire. Visualize the object of your spell and imagine light flowing from you into it. Visualize your wish coming true. The more vividly you can see these energies in your mind's eye, the realer they will be. Yeah. No so, way. So I feel like this is so manifestation. I was about to say some like this is fancy manifestation. Yeah, this is literally just like Okay, so you take, like, a drop of acid, and now you're, like, in this... <laughs> People have thought of this, like, step-by-step yeah. step motion of, like, okay, we're going to manifest something. Oh, my God. And, now, now, hold on. Oh, in manifesting, do you recite your incantation? <gasps> I mean, sometimes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I but, thought not. But, I, uh, yeah, I thought not, Cody. Uh, recite your incantations. <laughs> For each spell, write a short verse describing your wish and asking it to be granted. It doesn't have to rhyme, but rhymes, alliteration, cadence, and other poetic structures help with focus Dude, and memorization. I so. write music, so I could just write a little ditty and be like, "Yeah, I need some bitches on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. No, no. All right, guys. Okay. Now it's time to... Give me money. <laughs> when I'm in need. Oh my yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, hold on, hold on now. So basically, 
Uh, you see the seal the deal by burning the in, invocation, I believe, or like the incantation on a piece of paper. You burn it, uh, uh, and then you give thanks and clean up, and that's it, guys. Um, Wait, you're cleaning up after you're using your wand? <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, we can't have another twenty minute segment of penis jokes, please. Well, Justice, <laughs> you've just been missing the innuendo penis jokes. We have been spattering it throughout the conversation. You just haven't heard them. <laughs> Fuck. If it's we, it's <laughs> right. me. Um, so, oh. we, so we've got two parts here. I feel like these are all like just kind of filler stuff, right? Because we already learned how to do the spells. Oh, but yeah. We, just, we can read on anyways. Yeah. Uh, it says considering the occult. I feel like now this part, I do, I do feel like it's starting to get into the okay sketchy, but we'll, we'll go on anyways. It con- considering? Cons- concerning <laughs> Considering the occult. Okay. Uh, watch the heavens. Many magicians consider the phases of the moon, the time of day, and other as- astrological f- configurations. Zodiac signs. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's what it is. Uh, so, yeah, if you seek a new beginning, you should cast during a new moon. So, okay, it's telling you to keep these stuff in mind to potentize your spells. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coordinate your colors. Whoa, colors have different meanings in different magical systems. Once you look up their significance... Pick one. <laughs> Google this shit, guys. <laughs> Learning spells and magic. Google. Just pick one. Do it. Google. <laughs> See okay, what guys, balls. guys, bringing it back all the way to the first one, talking about little bags of herbs. Oh. Use your herbs, oil, stones, and natural objects. So, I knew that had a purpose. <laughs> Dude, that herb bag carries all the way through every single part of magic that we've ever done. I think done. we need to get an herb bag. Um, cozy. You know what oh, I mean. This one <laughs> now. Now hold on, guys. This one's. Different. Oh, cozy up to higher powers. Whoa! Um, I don't know how you do this, but um, find a system of spiritual symbolism that works for you and invoke those characters in your spells. Just be careful. Some of these spirits have ideas of their own and can twist your intentions if you can't control them. What if I? What if I? This is like <laughs> this is like voodoo shit, like Princess and the Frog, where he just like gets consumed by the tombstones. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Like, Are you ready? Yeah, it's like voodoo magic, yeah. but like here, on like, God, it's a bunch of different elaborative mechanisms put together yeah. to invoke. A being. Maybe. Um, Just maybe. On the grand scheme of things. You just don't. Guys, What if you just didn't? This one is... Mess with spirits, I I could fuck you up. Now, I don't know why they did this, guys. So this... Okay, this is the end of it here. We're at the last... (laughs) Invoking Jesus. I don't think that's the temptation, dude. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. What rhymes with Jesus? <laughs> you please us. <laughs> no, oh, no, my God. <laughs> All right, guys. Th- so I don't know why they did that because they were just like, they gave us the main method and then they were like, here are things that will help. And then at the end of it all, they were like, here's a totally new method that I have never even heard of. Oh, boy. Um, it's casting the spell of the shell. Huh? Um, yep. If you were confused, it's talking about a literal shell. Find a shell in shallow water. Take it. Dry it well. Uh, this is a simple magic spell to make a, a general wish come true. Uh, you pick a create symbol of your desire and place it on the shell. Uh, you can draw it. Uh, you can look up different kinds of symbols for love, family, health, success. All of those things, and you draw it on the shell. Then you place the shell at the edge of the ocean or lake shore. 
Uh, note the phase of the moon when you do this. Use the waxing moon if you wish to gain something and the waning moon if you wish to get rid of something. Bro. Yeah, what's up? SpongeBob has already coined this. All hail the magic conch! <laughs> 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 um, do they draw a triangle in the sand, though? I don't. I don't to know. Make it more meaningful. I don't know. I didn't think so. Uh, yeah. So, and then it tells you to chant this spell while facing the moon. This would be kind of weird to see on a beach, right? I feel <laughs> no, like you walk normal. out onto a beach and just see somebody chanting to the moon over. I a would shell. walk off the beach after I saw that. Well, I would it, be the person doing uh, this. Yeah. After all of this, it says leave the area, believing that your wish will come true. There it is. Manifestation. Manifestation. With physical steps. Oh, we've got love spells, <laughs> revenge spells, and success spells all here, too. Sample spells. I feel like with all this effort, you could just be doing shit in your life to change stuff instead of putting spells towards it. That's this it. Is like, this That's is like it. the la- This is like the most lazy, but putting forth the most effort into manifestation. This is like trying to be Catholic without trying to be Catholic. I'm sure? sorry for the Catholic people <laughs> listening, but this How does is that like make sense, that does this not is like sense. work stuff. Someone's an ex-Catholic but still likes doing stuff religiously. I'll be, I'll be real, dude. I don't think you know anything about Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> what? Casting spells? Do no, Catholics not casting cast? spells. Like, dude, like works, work, works is no, not I, just I, part I, of Catholicism. No, oh. I know. I'm talking like works-based faith. faith. Okay, like yeah, what yeah. you do changes the outcome makes you more penis uh, okay yeah I, it I'll, make, I'll steer it off the topic I get what it, you mean though that yeah doesn't make, sure, make much sense make sure to wear your, wear your uh, magic infused robes yeah yeah that's important uh well, if not, khakis and a button-up will do just fine. No! Yeah. No. <laughs> no! Never! May, may I cl- I'm going to clarify, works is not bad. I do believe in that, but it's. I don't believe that's the sole redeeming quality. Do you hear that, everybody? Yeah. Do you hear that? Catholics. Okay. <laughs> so, now that the we've Pope. gotten all of... Now that we've learned <laughs> how to spell, mm-hmm. on a, on a, we got to do it at the end. Of all of the wiki house, yes, um, please. One through five star, Cody. I'll I'll open it up. What have you on a scale of one to five, being a star rating? How much have you learned about spellcasting? About spellcasting, yeah. Well, did it I teach mean, you anything? I mean, I've been on a I've been on a reoccurring, constant flow of spirituality for a while now, and I mean, I've kind of taken things in. I've never done anything with material items because that's just not the way I believe. I don't think you need material items or like burning sage or anything like that to be able to connect with your spiritual side. Yeah. But like, I mean, from the whole experience itself, I, 10 out of 10, five stars out of five. Dude. I mean, it, it's been a great <laughs> experience and it's allowed for me to open my mind and express myself in different ways. Learn about how to cast a love spell on your crush. There yeah, you go. Great. Easy. Dude, easy. I'm going to use the shell method. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so four four stars for the shell four method. Four stars, dude. What I get, you? you know what? I give it a four. It was very informative. Wow. Albeit a, a little close to cultism. I feel well, like this I one had the it. highest star rating oh, out of all of the wiki house that, yeah. I, that I've done so far. <laughs> it was informative. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we. Hey, yeah, we did it, guys. Well we done, wiki article <sighs> writers. Mini series complete, and <laughs> now I pass the torch to, to Cody for his. Oh goodness, 
time for me. Okay. Let's go. Hey, Cody. So, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research and a lot of just kind of mind-bending, like, things recently to just kind of, I don't even know, just kind of fill out the world, make, make reality what it is and stop being in a mindless trance of whatever life I'm living in right now. Dude, felt that. <laughs> Breaking yeah. free is what I'm calling it. I've been living in a fucking trance recently, bro. <laughs> it's it's like all the time. I mean, it's just constant, like, okay, so I'm waking up, I'm going to work, then I come home, I, what, I just make a meal and then go to sleep. And then repeat. In the morning, do it the same, yeah. And then, it's yeah. like you're running on autopilot. Absolutely, and then I have to wait for my two days off. Yeah. Where yes. it's where you can finally do something, but you don't feel like doing anything because you're tired. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, exactly yeah. right. So my topic is the American dream and why it is flawed in today's society. Hmm? Hmm. Fuck that! That was the vine boom. That is where the vine <laughs> boom should have played. Hold up, let me just wait. We got a pop. Wait, wait, wait. Oh no! Say, say it again. This is the American dream and why it is flawed in today's society. <laughs> there it is. Okay, that's the only one. That's the only one. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I got first on the list is just basic. Um, so I mean, I feel like it started with the industrial era and going through. Well, it didn't start, of course, but that that was a major impact point time where education was down, industrialization was up. And people were just working to work survive. and yeah, survive and benefit the country. And so that's what created the baseline of the American dream of working a nine to five to yep. be able to support your mm-hmm. family and get through. I call it like a rat race society. Yeah, yeah. Because it's definitely based on competition as well. Yeah, like, oh, I'm getting more hours than you. And like, I'm, I'm basically yeah. dick sizing who's more miserable. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I'm putting myself <laughs> in a place where I'm working, let's say, 50 hours, 50, 60 hours a week. Okay, that's only benefiting me in money-wise. I'm wasting my life Yeah, at mm. a job that I more or less hate. It's the same with college, too. Yeah. Unless you're truly happy in college. Absolutely Like, right. I feel like work is for some people, college for, is for some people, but it's soul-draining for people who it's not meant for. Yes. I'll bring that on to my next, my next bulletin is, is just... I, procrastination. I, I, I wrote down laziness here, but that doesn't really define what what's really being brung out in this situation. Yeah. Um, procrastination. I mean, it, it's in today's society. So from the industrial era where people put put in their time for real, like these people overworked themselves, but overworking at that time was just working. Like mm-hmm. you would work to work and you would tire yourself out enough to be able to go home and sleep. We in today's society, the technology boom happened, and from what once was a very intellectual society of beings, we we brung that down, adding a a good bit of technology to that because it's able to retain memory as well. Yeah, and we're not using as much memory as we're we're supposed to really. Yeah, we 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 have actually a shorter attention span than most of the generations mm-hmm. and we're we're in a weird transition <clears throat> of course like 
the era before us, like the generation before us with our parents, Mm -hmm. they were in a transition of just the internet. And now we're in a transition of internet progressing further and further and further. And we're having to adapt like every, every couple of months, there's something new, there are new trends, there's new everything. It's in and out, in and out, in and out. Dude, they started with ones and zeros and now we have to teach them how to, how how to do new age things like um, their brains can't process the information that's coming at them because it's going so fast. Yeah, I would say that that like a big change is I I mean personal opinion here. I don't think the human brain is necessarily supposed to be rigged to the internet like we all yeah, are right absolutely. now. Absolutely, because absolutely I mean not. back like even think about it, you would have like. Human human history for almost all of time has always been you've always had like a group of people that you trust. These are who you communicate with. Yeah, you go and you meet a lot of people. Maybe you go to a job, even like, you know, back until you go, whatever. But you have your community. Right. You have your community. Now we are connected to almost every single human being on the planet. And our our brains don't know how to handle that. So I think that's where a lot of our like stress comes from. Well, also now with these new apps. And you you can be able to scroll one-minute videos constantly. Yeah, yeah. Nobody is supposed to r- take in information like that. It's supposed yeah. to go slow, progressive, so you can process it through your brain. Or flipping right. emotions constantly. Like yeah. happy, happy video, sad, sad yeah. video, yeah. Yeah. you know, Absolutely. seeing somebody die. And there ain't then... no way you can tell me that that's not affecting our emotional states. Right? No, we're, our, our, our capacity to release endorphins and dopamine is fried. Absolutely. We have become a society dependent on commodities, whereas mm. it's not supposed to be where a little bit of that is cool and okay, but if that consumes our entire lives, it's not healthy. And it might be a, a boomer, quote, quote, like ideology, like people say, okay, boomer, like touch. <laughs> it. It's the modern saying is touch grass. Like yeah. we need to be... With with how progressive we become with technology and how needs to be progressive we become, yes, mm-hmm. there needs to be a healthy balance. Otherwise, all this, as you're saying, the quick, happy, sad, death, all this quick video, quick attention span, mm-hmm. as a human being, our brain is not hardwired for that, and we start getting desensitized yes. to our humanity aspect. Well, and then we're also in an age where people are a lot more sensitive about mental health and like spiritual well-being but also need to realize that you need to take in both like it's it's about balancing your physical Mm -hmm. and your mental together and if you're constantly going through a mental cycle you're going to ignore the physical and then your mental is going to go down that's why so many people are struggling with depression right now is because there's so much there's so much happening you can't take time out of your day or don't want to take time out of your day to actually assess what's happening and they've never like people have never been given the proper tools to do that yes. either Dude. and then people get like a stigma against um like therapy because they're like well therapy doesn't help me <laughs> yeah fuck yeah it does help you yeah you just don't you haven't found the right therapist or you haven't yeah. been willing to change yes willingness yeah. yeah that's a big one as well i i mean another thing in this this I, I keep saying this day and time, but literally the time that we are in right now, the era that we are in, is a conglomeration of multiple different things. It's not just one thing led to another. No. This is we we came from the hard times and now we are in soft times. Wow, we had just created the most not like knowledgeable infrastructure in the universe. Yeah. And we're yeah. about we to create more technology. hard times for ourselves. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it, we are about to it's we are leading into the hard time era. 
Dude, that the old saying, it's like it's seriously just coming true. It is. Hard times create strong people, strong people create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Yeah. Dude, exactly it's right. aggravating. <laughs> it's like if you, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat yes. it. Yes. Yes. It's and so with hypocriticalness and Self-absorption is a big problem. Just a willingness to turn a blind eye to, like, the government and a willingness Mm -hmm. to turn a blind eye to what's happening in your society and then just be like, oh, well, you're crazy or you're a conspiracy (laughs) theorist. You know conspiracy theorists, like, that term was made up by the CIA and the government to deter people from discovering stuff during the Cold War that they weren't supposed to. Well, I would would even doubt that most, most, I'd say... Boomers, older older people these yeah. days would be conspiracy theorists because there's so much information being influxed into their brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people our age are able to d- d- differ. Yeah, filter yeah, because through. we grew up around it, and even now, even way now. different for them. Dude, yeah. deep fakes Dude, are that's getting what I'm even worse today. Dude, we actually God. talked about that on our podcast and one episode. At, at this point, it's just America is like a melting pot for. Every single culture. And now you have platforms where everybody's like, loudmouth, loudmouth, loudmouth. My culture, my culture, my culture. You should respect this. You should respect this. Respect this. And then people are like, oh, my God. There's so much I have to do. There's so much like I'm a bad person because I'm not respecting their culture or their gender or their like, you know, I have to be respective of everything. And then you just shut down because you're like, oh, my God. Okay, why are you expecting me to do all of this? And then it's a lot of pressure. Then there's a higher ups just watching people bicker. And they're like, huh, well, we're still in control. And they're just bickering amongst themselves. You know, it's just like it's it's, almost it's almost encouraged. And at at the same time, it's like people. Well, we're such a divided country. It's because I'm going to try not to get super political, but it's because when people are higher up and they're getting a paycheck no matter what, at the end of the day, are they really going to give a damn? about what is going on as long as they still get paid and they still have all the control, which is what the United States was meant to be localized government. Mm, And instead, it's become big umbrella government, which that's not how a constitutional Mm -hmm. republic is meant to function in the first place. It's meant to have a pecking order and for the people to maintain it. And instead, slowly the government has kind of... It's gone back to like... Hey, let us overstep our boundaries and let us help you. And they make it seem like a good thing. But then they make these thousands of long pages that no one gets to read, even though the original founding fathers said we should be able to read all those documents. Like, people should be able to read it in a short span of time. Yeah. It's just, this is all just like a raindrop effect. It's been building up, and it's and kind of a shit show now. Now with our, like, um, short span, people don't want to read all that shit, too. Yeah, so I know. Regardless, it's like reading the yeah. fine print. With the short-term span, yeah. yeah. That's just adding to what we have going on today. There's no one wanting to read that and no one cares about it enough, but when it comes down to it, that's the most important thing right now that you should be d- taking care of. I mean, we're we're at the point where we're becoming we're just becoming like true adults. We we're in our yeah. young adult era, but like we're, we're we're figuring out the things that our parents never told us. Yeah. We're, we're getting yep. to that point where we're just figuring it out. Dude, and, and that, or we're living through the same mistakes they did and told us, yeah. and we still got to live through it anyway. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what I was. I've been going through something recently where I was like, you know, when you're like, I've told this to somebody else too, but like, you know, when you're like five 
and you gain sentience and you remember like your first memory and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then like, dude, my first memory. See, I don't. I can't relate to anybody on that because my first memory was when I was an infant in my fucking crib, like rolling over. That's I don't. That's my first memory. So it's I don't. Really weird for me, dude. Yeah. Even now, like with our short span, it's hard to just remember memories anymore. Like I know that's weird to say, but like. I think, well, hold on. Can I, so, can I finish my train of thought? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. What I was I saying guess. was like when I was, it's like when you're five, you gain, you sentience. Basically, you like, you're like, oh, I'm a thinking, I, I have thoughts now. And then around our age, like when you hit your 20s, you're becoming an adult, you're having to deal with things, you realize like there's another level of like, oh, wow, I'm a, I'm a spiritual being. Yes. Like, yeah. I am a spirit. I have thoughts. I have emotions. I have... That's what I was talking about, like, balancing, understanding your mental health, understanding what you're going through, and catering to your spirit yes. rather than just going through life being unhappy. Absolutely. So. True. That is very true. I... You go. You had an idea. Uh, my thought was um, something that's helped me a lot in, like, my mental health. Is that that's you know that's such a it's such like an offer on board like phrase is mental health you know yeah. because you don't know because there are a lot of people who use it as like a as like a scapegoat as yeah. like my mental health but then there are people who are like actually need help with like what's yeah. going on in their head you know yes. because there's a lot there's a lot happening um, and something that has helped me is monitoring my internet consumption yes. mainly with TikTok honestly I just deleted it I yeah, got yeah, rid of me it too. Because, uh, yeah. like, if I want anything, I'll scroll on, on like, reels or something. If I want to look at, like, a quick video, I'll get on reels for a couple minutes, mm. and then I get off. Because I noticed with TikTok, is what, what started happening to me was I was filling my brain with so many other opinions that weren't mine. Yeah. I didn't know what I thought of anymore. That's I didn't what know I was what saying about, I like, every, everybody anymore is, like, a melting pot of... Yeah, ideas yeah. and consumption of it's just understanding for and everybody's tolerance to stuff like that is different it's understanding what works for you maybe you can handle tiktok and you can manage your life as an adult i cannot obviously so i had to get rid of it i can't do that um very very, very true i think to tie it back into we're talking we're not really talking about internet we're talking about the i know American we've dream. been getting <laughs> off topic so um, hard something that i believe has i'm gonna try and tie it back in is what has what has quote unquote changed the american dream is that i don't think Inflation. the american no i don't think <laughs> i don't think the american dream has changed i think people's views have changed on what that is and so now we look at what it was and has been for a long ass time yes and now that now that and especially tying back in what i said everybody's in contact with everybody you're getting all these different opinions all everybody's noticing different stuff so yeah. when they go hey this system is is not correct then everybody else sees that and goes you're right where is the american dream when in reality it hasn't been what it's needed to be for a long long time Yes. We're just now realizing that with the connection of the internet era. I feel like that comes back to the waking up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's been talked about multiple, multiple times. And that's, I mean, hey, we, we, and we've just been a business. Like, I mean, look, if we really look at it, it's just corporations. America is just a big old business for the rest of the world. That's yep. that's what that's what the American <laughs> dream is. Is we're a factory for everybody else. Like. 
and, and even then we're just yeah. we're just consumers. Un- yeah, and we unfortunately, just it's become kind of a playground for everybody else. Yeah. And the people who try to live regular lives get caught in this. Cycle. What whatever the fuck is going on, yeah. and it get everyone else gets screwed over while everyone else is again long game mentality of a rat race, and then just yeah. trying to be, <laughs> and then like anymore is just trying to be different. You're either fitting into somebody else's mold or getting put back in your own. Yeah. Like, you're not... It, it's not really looked upon fondly when you're doing your own thing. Yeah. People will always fucking judge you. Oh, dude, especially parents. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> like, especially the <laughs> older, then... <laughs> older generations don't understand the society we're living in now, and then the understanding of we live why in a, we live in a society dude honestly of like why we're why we're wanting to create why we're wanting to create our own dreams instead of right. being like wife kids yes house it, like it is it wife, is. wife kids house okay so here's my thing when you said the american dream i 100% agree with you like the american dream is flawed and it has been for a long time and my i think it was only good for the era that it was in. Yes. And that was yes. the 40s through 50s, yes. golden age, right after World War II. Yes. When there wasn't right after inflation, you could work a, a, but a we're, full-time well, let me, job. Let me finish my thought. We're in a different era now. We, yeah. we are in a different era. It is The economy has changed drastically, and it's harder for people to keep maintain that, especially with how... With bills and groceries, everything's changed dramatically. We do have inflation, and it it's different from that era because we, the golden era was right after World War II. Everyone worked their asses off, and he broke down a bunch of shit so we could support the war. And after the war, our economy went boom, way up. Like we we were great economically during that era, and the cookie cutter idea was, hey, since everyone's doing so great, the American dream which we're gonna pursue is you have a car, a house, yeah, yeah. a fence, a wife and kids. Anybody could afford that. Any, right. It was anybody could afford it that. It was then. good because the economy was fantastic at the time. <laughs> and then the two thousands hit, and there was an economy crash, and you had it's the just hou- steadily gotten worse since then. You had the housing market, you had a little bit of rise, and now we're in this little funk. I don't even. I haven't been keeping up with everything. I don't know why inflation's so bad right now but <laughs> because of that because of times changing and now we are again getting in that weird weak time situation the american dream's not possible for a lot of people unless you're not in the if you're in the middle class or lower it, a bit, basically fuck you on the american oh, yeah. dream oh, almost yeah. Yeah. it's hard in the next like 10 20 years yeah. yes and, and that's my two two cents. It's back on to you, sir. Okay. I, I'm going to bring up offensiveness and how people are getting offended these days over the most minuscule things that really shouldn't even bother anybody in the first place. And it, it, it all comes from either fact or opinion. Pe- people have their own opinions, and that's fine. Uh, people who have incorrect opinions don't like being corrected, or they do. I mean, it's just dependent on the person. But they could either have fact or opinion. Those are those yeah. are two things. I mean, your opinion can be a fact, but it's totally up to the person to see if that's a true fact or not. You, yeah. you got to do your research on this stuff. And a lot of people just don't do research, especially looking at things that they do these days. Mm. It's and, more like emotionally based. Exactly right. And so we we don't even know what's fact or opinion anymore because we're seeing all this stuff come at us. And it, it could be all mis- misconstrued or lies 
about anything. I mean, someone could tell you that milk is two dollars today, and then you go to the grocery store and it's five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's totally based on where you are if you do your research and all that stuff. But people are getting offended. I mean, why? You can have your own opinion about something, but there is no logical reason to raise a tone or treat someone a specific way because they believe in something that they do. That That's their opinion. Because regardless of somebody's facts or opinions or faith, you're not going to be able to change them. Absolutely. Because unless there's a willingness to learn or change, nobody wants to. That's it. That's the willingness. So a lot of people aren't willing and they're not going to take in the facts that they need to, more or less. I mean still dependent on who has the facts and if you do your research. But, I mean, there are times where things needed to be corrected and people are just not willing enough to listen and take charge. And then they take they take offense by it and throw out, unleash their inner beast and <laughs> just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> destroy everything in their path. I mean, it's it, that's a now and t- now today time kind of yeah. thing. That that was nothing that happened 30, 50, 100 years ago. Well, it's because it's be- like everybody's opinions and everybody's beliefs and and then then everybody else is trying to take on different opinions and beliefs because they want to be accepting, but then there's so many opinions and beliefs, it gets mm. muddled and mixed oh, together. Yeah. I so think what what kind of made it just I'm gonna try and hit on it real quick, see if I can word it real quick, is that the difference nowadays is that everyone expects everyone else to just like so like if I have an opinion, it's unfair of me to expect anyone else to side with me or agree with me on it. You know what I mean? Like if I, I'm and me getting angry about it doesn't change anything. Like, you can yeah. have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Anybody can have any opinion that they want. That's why it's an opinion. And it's that's yours. why you keep a, a group of friends that have the same opinions as you. Back mm-hmm. all the way back to the original, <laughs> yes. like, your little tribe of people. But, like, expecting <laughs> for, for you to expect anyone to have to uh agree with you or be responsible for that is unfair that like you shouldn't that's Having... the difference is that everyone for some reason is is believe under the impression that everyone else has to agree with you on your opinion yeah it's like needing validation through your beliefs or something like mm-hmm. i i am not valid until you make me valid everybody right. has yeah. to make me valid <laughs> like it's it. strange <laughs> that that's <laughs> a lot of responsibility yes so Right. Wanna... No, I 100% no. I disagree with it. But <laughs> I, I, that was that was my two cents. I don't have anything else to. Say. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Right, well, that's it for me. Nice. I, I do yeah. appreciate this. This is awesome. Yeah. Spew that topic out for oh. everyone to hear. Hey, so. can I pee oh. though before Whoa. we start? Wow. Come on, dude. You ruined it. I was gonna have a bit. <laughs> yeah, you can go pee. That's allowed. Damn. So, anyways, my topic is about zombies. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Yeah, this is a continuation of the butterfly effect episode. Did you watch that one or listen to that one? That's okay if you didn't. I think I'm I, just judging you. I think I did. He only skipped over the part, that part. 
I can't pull it up from memory. It's uh, Justice is revealing how he was a furry, like our personas. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, dude. It was the well in Judah's world here. Justice is a furry. In real life, I'm just a. I well, I ruined the joke because I couldn't think of the word for people who want to fuck animals. <laughs> what is that? Oh, what's God. that? Bestiality. Thank you. I'm a. I'm. You're but beast I, you. I'm beast a, you. I'm a beast boy. I'm a beast star. <laughs> All right. So it's star. um. So I have a recap of it, but it's a butterfly effect type story where your choices have effects on the story, stuff like that. I tried my best to write a good bit of it, so there might not be enough sustenance. So we might have you on another episode to to wrap it up. I'll sustain your mom, Absolutely. but you know. Stephen and Justice are caught in the middle of Atlanta for Dragon Con when shit hits the fan. They stayed side by side in their fursuits, surprisingly not blood spattered. They managed to avoid getting caught by a group of zombies and in doing so ran into a nearby gas station for safety. The brothers ran inside and made a beeline to the gas station counter that had been abandoned. Stephen and Justice both checked under the counter to find goods. Other than copious amounts of condoms and cigarette packages, they managed to find a shotgun with a box of shotgun shells. Oh yeah, that's right, I got a shotgun. (laughs) They were slightly relieved for a second. Then they heard tires skid and screech, and the sound of a semi-truck's horns blaring, followed by a crash into the front of the building. The glass sliding doors were destroyed and glass went everywhere. The entrance of the building was cut off and completely destroyed by a semi-truck. The horn continued to go off for a while, but then it cut off. The brothers had fallen down onto the ground during the crash. They stood up and looked around, only for the lights of the building to flicker, and then with a pop, the lights went dark. The only source of light in the building was coming from one of the headlights on the front of the semi-truck. It had been covered in debris and flickered on and off. They heard a screech come from the back of the building. With that screech, sparks flew from multiple live wires from the truck in the front of the building. The sparks caught fire to a pool of flammable liquids that had been pouring out of the truck and onto the ground. Now. There's a light in the building from the fire. The whole front of the store and the truck is lit up with fire. They hear another screech coming from the truck as a burning figure kicks the door off the truck and onto the ground. It's a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) A zombie zombie falls out and stands up fully ablaze. He lets out an ear-piercing screech and looks straight at the brothers. What do you do? Do you run to the back into the employee's area or shoot at the zombie? Just do like the classic... Minecraft zombie sound. <laughs> Did you hear the options? Yeah. I feel like it would be really stupid if I were to shoot at the fire zombie yes, that's around a bunch of flammable I agree. shit going on. We go to the back room. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> the brothers run to the back of the store. Justice knocks over a radio and it starts blaring intense but beautiful classical music as they run. The sight is scary yet beautiful. If only they could enjoy it. The zombie starts to jog fully ablaze towards the brothers. Its flaming body is so hot it melts the floor and the shelves around it as it moves. The brothers reach the back door before they can feel the heat. They slam the door and watch through the window as the zombie reaches them. The brothers see now that the fiery figure has actually been slowly falling apart, but it also looks as it has become molten. Ooh. As it reaches the door, the metal frame glows hot and the whole door warps. <clears throat> Suddenly the door cools and the music cuts out. They hear hissing and a cool wet feeling all around. The sprinklers in the gas station finally have gone off. They hear the zombie on the other side screeching in rage. They look out the window and see the zombie fused to the door, only able to move its head in protest of a lost meal. The door is fused shut, and the only other option is to keep going out the back of the building. 
The brothers are soaked fully through their sur- fursuits. Um, Damn it. <laughs> they decide to shed their fursuits. Damn. <laughs> Underneath, it's revealed that the brothers are wearing boots, jeans, and a white t-shirt. Both of you. So you're matching in, like, classical, you know. Nice, dude. High five on the mic. Yes. All right. That was so weak. You didn't give me... Like, you made no, me it's on you. That's reach on you. across. That's <laughs> on you. It's your fault. The brothers turn to find an exit. The only light they can see is coming from some open windows in the back of the building. They see a figure. It lets out a screech, but it's cut short by a stab from behind and a spray of blood. It lets out a gurgled moan and drops to the floor. A figure steps forward, giggling lightheartedly to himself, covered in blood. <laughs> it's Cody. <laughs> Cody! Flashback to earlier that day. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Cody woke up late that day. Cody wake up late. Cody wake up late. Cody woke up late that day. He so checked hard. the time. Can you shut the fuck up? I was just saying it sounds I, I, about yeah, right. Dude. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, he checked the time. And it was past when he should have been at Dragon Con. He saw he had a couple missed texts from Steven and Justice. He tried to call and text them, but it wouldn't go through. He wasn't too worried about it, though. He had spent the night in a hotel right beside the convention in Atlanta the night before. To beat traffic. Um... He spent the night there before to beat traffic and to get a head start on the day. Even though he woke up late, Cody sprung out of bed and rushed over to where he had laid out his costume the night before. His delicately crafted Princess Peach costume. (laughs) (laughs) He got ready and spiffed up before grabbing his suitcase and heading out to the lobby. He was in such a hurry he didn't notice the mayhem happening around him. He just thought it was the busyness of Atlanta. He steps outside and then notices the screams of people and the now growing horde of zombies coming from the convention center, or at least he thinks it is. He can't tell if it's some elaborate prank or a public stunt. Either way, he doesn't want to be a part of it. Across the street, he sees Stephen and Justice heading into the parking garage, not seeming to have noticed any of this happening yet. <laughs> Conveniently, this is where Cody was parked too. Cody, what do you do? Do you yell at, yell to them, like try to get their attention, or do you run to the parking garage? I... I, I mean, okay, so, I mean, I'm not really paying attention to what's going on, but even in this kind of scenario, I I wouldn't yell. I, I'd probably briskly walk over, like, like fast-paced. You don't want to <laughs> draw mass amounts of attention to yourself by, like, screaming or yelling? Really? I mean, dude, it's Atlanta. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, let's it's just, just a normal day. <laughs> let's just think about Atlanta for a second. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run to the parking garage. Okay. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Cody decides the best course of action is to make a break for it and run to the parking garage. The zombies haven't seemed to notice him yet. It's probably a good thing he didn't yell out to Stephen and Justice. Roll a die ten. Oh. Let's go, dude. Go. Oh. A nine. nine. Yes, sir. Cody runs with ease, dodging and doing parkour over cars and zombies. (laughs) Yes, sir. (gasps) He runs quickly and uh, and makes it to the parking garage without being detected. Cody approaches the parking garage cautiously but quickly. As he walks to the entrance of the garage, he sees a car slam on their brakes and hit a man. Blood goes everywhere, spattering Cody and sending him into a state of shock. He looks around and notices a horde of zombies is moving towards his direction. In a panicked moment, Cody runs away across the street to a nearby gas station. He avoids getting caught and dodges around cars and zombies. He makes it to the gas station and runs through the front door. He yells out to see if anybody is there, but no one responds. Um, what do you do? 
Respond is. Respond is. <laughs> what do you do, Cody? <laughs> Run to the back and look around for a weapon, or check around the front of the store for a weapon? Um, I'm going to immediately... Okay, uh, do I get context on... Okay, so this is just a gas station. It's like a gas station. Like, typical gas station. You walk in, there's, like, a counter over, like, to your right. The rest of the store with aisles, you know, some drinks. And then, like, straight ahead, you can go to the back. I think they're like guns, a, knives, grenades. Yeah, I'm going I don't straight, straight to the like back. Straight to the back. Um, <clears throat> you run to the back and open the employees-only door. It seems to be safe back here. You look around to see a crowbar lying on the ground. You go to pick it up. As you do, there's a rumble and a crash and the lights go out. And Cody hears a screech come from somewhere in the back room. Flash forward to now. <gasps> Cody! Uh, my crowbar! <laughs> Cody finishes... Uh, Cody finishes telling Stephen and Justice how they got here, and they tell him what happened to them. <laughs> all is merry, and all is happy, but they're still not safe. They know they need to keep moving, even though they're still in a state of shock. They decide the only way to move forward would be out the back of the gas station. All three of them open the back door cautiously and look around. It's getting close to sunset now. There's still a sound of chaos, but the back alley... Um... Can it's, we do? Can we do dialogue like uh, Undertale? Yeah, dude. Wobble wobble wobble. Yeah, yeah. I did it, dude. I did it so good. Uh, it's getting close to sunset now. There's still the sound of chaos, but the back alley to the door that they opened up seems to be clear. There's a fence on either side of the building. It's too high to get over, but they look in front of them and see a hole in the fence leading to the train tracks. The only way out is through the gap in the fence. They rush quickly and quietly through the back. They get to the other side of the fence and look out. Sloping down a steep hill is a set of train tracks. The other side of the um, train tracks is essentially a wall going up. The only option is to either go left or right on the train tracks. We go left or right. What's the left and what's the right? Mm. Train tracks. Train tracks? And we only got left or right? Yeah. I Tell say, me what we're looking at. Is it train tracks? Mm-hmm. I say left. <laughs> I can do a, I can I can do a good left. Good old lefty. Good old lefty. I'm fine with that. I'll go Us. left too. In the ap- zombie apocalypse, nothing goes right. <laughs> the group decides. <laughs> oh. <wow>. oh. <laughs> the group decides to go left on the train tracks. They walk for a while, trying to keep out of sight. The whole time, they hear crashing and screaming, followed by screeches. The zombies seem to be spreading faster and faster. They hear a loud noise passing over them. They look up and see multiple military helicopters and uh, fighter jets going overhead in the direction that they're headed. They look closer and see helicopters are dropping something from either side of them. Followed by a couple seconds later, the sound of multiple explosions. The military is carpet bombing Atlanta. Oh my god! (laughs) What the fuck are we gonna do? Well guys, you know what? With or without apocalypse happening, I feel like that would just happen normally. Oh, Atlanta? Atlanta's carpet bomb? Because it's Atlanta. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's just uh, that's normal. This is just going to happen. Day to day. Okay. The group decides to pick up their pace for a jog. Uh, to a jog. Um, yeah. After a while <sighs> of keeping up a jog, they find themselves at a dead end in the tracks. This is where the bombs first got dropped. The helicopters bombed a bridge over the tracks, and there's no way they can defend you, uh, to, uh, to continue forward. Well, what? On the group's right is still a wall that they can't get up. They look over... Sorry. Yeah... They look over on their left and see a police station. The group agrees that this looks like a hella place, a hella solid place to go. They climb up the hill towards the police station. This is, uh, their best shot is to get inside. 
and this is how far I've gotten. I couldn't. I I had trouble writing more, so this is the end. So, so we got far. to a police station. Yeah, oh, and you pick. Let's okay, go. you pick the right option because you have a crowbar, so you can break open the back door. Oh fuck yeah! Dude. Also, I I had a feeling left because you know what, left is left. Left, left is left. left. left I didn't. Dead. Also, what? if we gone right, would we have just been Wait. fucking carpet bombed? <laughs> um, that would have been cool. Close. <laughs> you, the party dies from carpet bombing. You would have. Gotten, you guys here. Damn it, Lana. You would have gotten to like a tunnel. God damn it, Lana. You would have gone to like a tunnel if you went right. So. Oh, okay. It's yeah. So I mean, dude. if we want to have Cody on another episode, I can write more because I'll, I'll have we more do. time. Hell yeah! I just haven't had much time recently to focus on it, but I really wanted to do this segment, and I I really enjoy it. So would you want to be on time? another episode, Cody? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yay. No, yeah. that's impossible. Okay, only, all guests right. only get one episode ever, and that's, <laughs> that's yeah. not fucking that gives, fair. <laughs> that gives me <laughs> gives gives time for a couple more episodes to get out, and me more time to actually work on it some more. So that is really good. You did outcome. a really great job. On that. Thank dude, you. That was cool. I tried. That's fun. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of quippy, like we've been talking about quippy one-liners before the podcast. I think we need to start dropping them more. Yeah. More and more. You know, like I, think would, I think it would. I think it would. I think it would sound really weird if I did dialogue in this. That's why I kept it really open up for interpretation. But if y'all want to yeah. be like. And I'll be like, like, oh yeah, that's valid. I feel like if we actively actively insert quippy dialogue, I will probably quit. I'll quit the podcast, dude. Yeah, it's not not a fun time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Here we go, guys. This is my topic. Let's go. Sorry, my nose is getting a little stuffy now. Of course, as I have my topic. Okay, I have a lot of tabs pulled up because everybody... Hold on, let me pull up my notes. My podcast topic is going to be about sea creatures. And mainly, deep sea creatures. I know why you're picking this topic. Why? Because of that that fucking massive grouper. Dude! The okay, jellyfish. side note, mm. this is exactly what spurred my topic as I thought about it a little bit today. Like, I immediately prepped this because I knew I was talking about. Judah and I were watching just dumbass memes. <laughs> and then somebody just pulled a video of what looked like they had blown up an image of a fish. Or a video of a fish and made it look way bigger than it actually was. And it was put, swimming... like, Dark Souls boss music over it. But it was, like, swim- <laughs> swimming in the bottom, like, uh, a, like a sunken sunken ship that had a toilet in it. Ooh, and it really? swam by the toilet. And it this it... grouper apparently can get up to, like, nine feet long. So Damn. next to the toilet, it just looked like a, a massive, like a fish swimming in, like, a miniature well, set, basically. Also, top to bottom, it was, like, doorway to floor. It just went through it. It was, like, Ooh. almost reaching that. Dude, it was Massive. Hold up, I, I and have. That's just a regular fucking group. I have fish. the video that I can that I can pull up. Yes, and you please. Can post it on Instagram. I thought it was fake, and then Judah looked into it. No, it was just a deep sea dive video. God oh, damn! How fucking God. big they get. That is humongous. Oh my god! Look at the fucking toilet. <laughs> I know, <laughs> dude. Right? We gotta, we wow. gotta post that video on like the Instagram. Yeah. Dude, something. for real. Where, like you guys gotta send me that? some. Yeah. It's uh, a grouper. But where? I don't know where it is. It's in a toilet, obviously. Oh. <laughs> it's in a toilet. That's the one I flushed. Yeah. <laughs> so, my that bad. spurred my topic of 
sea creatures and deep sea creatures. We're going to talk about the biggest, the longest, the scariest, and the deadliest oh, like, deep sea creatures. Like your mom? <gasps> Dude, give me some. Let's go. Cody. <laughs> you know what? I'm even going to give you a high five for that. Dude, let's Stop go. It. <laughs> Stop it. Whoa. Stop. Whoa. Damn. Hey. Hey. The vibe oh, has gone down. <laughs> Breathe, bro. <laughs> It was here, and now it's to the floor. I love you. <sighs> I love hey, you too. Um, I saw a I saw a video of talking about big sea creatures. Uh, yeah. You know the manta rays. Yeah. Yes. I saw a video of a manta ray swimming beside a shark, and the manta ray was so big that the shark looked like a like a like a like a minnow or something swimming around it. Yeah, I I, I went to the Georgia like, Aquarium it recently. It looked like a like a what are what are those things that swim around bigger creatures and like feed off of them when they get little uh, little stuff on the them. You know what I'm bottom feeders, yeah. The shark looked like a bottom feeder compared to how big this manta ray yeah. was. Yeah. Well, oh you don't God, know how big yeah. the shark was either, but like manta rays are massive, dude. Yeah. I went to the Georgia Aquarium recently and I saw one like in like the dome like tunnel yeah and it just went overhead and compared to like like the biggest shark species 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 um <laughs> it was like what is that that blue shark that has like spots on it oh the whale shark yeah, or something like shark. that shark, yeah the whale shark was like massive but the manta ray looked like huge dude like yeah it's insane like floating pieces of paper on the bottom of the sea wow. you know what i'm saying Dude, there are many, many different enormous species that the ocean holds. Like this dick. <laughs> uh, which is Damn. why I was just going to do biggest, like, deep sea creatures, and then I realized there are many definitions to what biggest <laughs> actually is. Yeah. So we're going to go through, like, break it down into four categories here. I'm the biggest bird. I'm the biggest bird. <laughs> no. I will throw this. So this is just... What popped up, like, biggest recorded sea creature ever. On average, it's going to be the Antarctic blue whale. Yes. That makes sense. So that, that this is just regular sea um, creature. This actually, is a, actually, it's a mammal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Sea creature. I'm sorry. Creature. Creature. Not fish. Creature. I'm sorry. The Loch Ness. So the uh, Antarctic blue whale is the biggest animal on the planet, weighing up to 400,000 pounds, approximately 33 elephants, and reaching up to 98 feet in length. So it is by elephants. far the biggest animal in the world. This, wow. th that's how enormous the blue whale is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is... That's huge. Can yeah, I honestly, reference? I'd probably, if I was just, like, doing a little fun deep-sea diving, well, I mean, I'd piss myself. The yeah. reference was 33 elephants. Dude, 33 so... I think the the first time I realized I was like, <laughs> fuck no with wa with water was in Goat Simulator. This is a very oh, yeah. weird reference. Is like, in the first Goat Simulator, or the one... One of them, it's the you can go one. out in the ocean, and there's just a whale sitting there. It doesn't move... It's so fucking eerie. I hated it. And it made me uncomfortable and actually scared me being out there. It's, I don't know why. It's distant things underwater that really gets me, too. It's just eerie. It, it, it's Like a massive object that can fucking kill you. Yeah. I mean, here's the si here's the yeah. scale reference in the bottom left corner there. Bottom right corner is a oh person. Oh, my God. There's the blue whale. Wow. There you go. 
Bro. That's the blue whale. There's the person in the bottom right corner. I saw tiny. I saw a fuck. video of this lady who was like, I, I guess she had jumped off of a boat or something, but she was like way. She you couldn't see land, and she went into the water, and all you could hear was like the songs of, of uh, blue whales. And I did that. They were like, she said that they were. You couldn't see them. You literally, they were so deep underwater that you couldn't see them. But she said it was so loud that she could feel it in her whole body. Yeah, but they, they were out of sight. If they oh grate your teeth within like a certain vicinity they'll of like you, they'll, you, it'll actually almost kill you yeah. because of the noise. Yeah, like it'll burst your eardrums. Yeah. So I all... I went out in the middle of the ocean when I lived in Florida with some friends um, because there were dolphins swimming around our boat. Oh, nice. And I hate the ocean, but I I took a chance and jumped in the ocean, and we it was cool, it was surreal, like getting under the water and hearing dolphins around you, but also knowing that you don't know where the fucking ground is, <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can't see anything, and it's like uh, and then what made it worse is I was getting onto the boat and I felt something just like on my chest, and I was like oh fuck, and I looked down and there was a jellyfish right there on my chest, oh, so dude. that that definitely was like hmm. Shouldn't have done that, but it was a cool experience. Yeah, so. I, bet that, I bet that hurt. A little bit. You're Just lucky. Bit. You're lucky it wasn't like a different type of jellyfish. Some of those can actually be pretty deadly. <laughs> so, as far as biggest bird fish, like biggest sea creature goes, according to IGFA records, the largest fish ever caught was a great white shark that weighed an unbelievable 2,664 pounds. Oh my god. Caught off the coast of uh, Australia in 1959, it took this guy, Alfred Dean, just 50 minutes to reel this thing in. 50 or 15? 50. Yeah. 50 minutes, about an hour to reel this 2,664 pound Great white shark. Head. Did he use a boat to reel it in? Like, what the fuck? He probably had one of those mega, mega reels. I that has so bad for the reel. I mean, it Seriously, had to be dude, like three oh quarters. I can't believe the dude actually fucking got this thing. Is there a picture of it? Dude. Um, let me see. I remember, uh, I, I don't like fishing personally. I know a lot of people who do like fishing. It's pretty all right. I just remember when I was a kid, I just felt so bad about fishing because all I could think of was like me... Sitting there, like if I were if I were sitting on a bench somewhere, and then a burger falls down in front of me, and I'm like, "Holy shit, a pristine burger!" <laughs> and then I take a bite, and I'm hooked from the top of my mouth, and like pulled out to where I can't breathe. It's, I was like, "I can't do it to these fish." You're I do not. Space. Yeah. <laughs> I, God is sitting there, God like, like oh, uh, I got a good one today, fellas. I was just like. Uh, not this one. It's too scrawny. It throws, throws you, back. throws you back uh, from the fucking heavens. And I gotta sit, sit on that bench again, and I, and think about that. That's yeah. that's, that's just that's just managing. Like if you fucking survived it. Hey, so falling back. <laughs> looking at the top ten, I do not have a photo of the great white shark. It doesn't provide it. Mm, but but it uh, big. probably it's 1959, so they may have not gotten a picture of it. Mm. But uh, recorded other recorded top ten um, largest fish ever caught. Out of the ten of them, six out of ten are fucking sharks. Not surprising. So not surprising. <laughs> sharks are sharks can get really big. Yeah, He's sharks not- are sharks are on average some of the biggest like recorded caught. Fish. So are these this is not including mammals, which are whales. Uh, however, that's as big as fish. 
and I looked this up, the biggest uh, deep sea creature fish ever caught was the Yokozuna slickhead, which uh, Japanese researchers said. Researchers. Researchers. Japanese researchers. What, what is what is that fish? I'm looking it up. Oh. Uh, so Japanese researchers said they have taken images of a 2.5 meter long Yokozuna slickhead, possibly the world's largest known deep sea bony fish. Now I'm going to look up images Dude, of they this. They obviously haven't seen me. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. So that's that's the uh, slick head right here. <laughs> Your mom's a slick head. Which? Oh, ooh. 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 yeah. Ooh. Hey, what the yeah. fuck? What the like fuck a, is that? Yeah. It looks like it's bizarre. Why like the an... further down it goes, the worse they fucking look, dude? Because like, their body <laughs> has to. It's their body has to be able to survive the pressure. You so know what they're that just. Looks like? That's why they don't have any skeletal structure to them. Dude. It looks like an evil catfish. Okay. So, now that we've gotten through the biggest, and the whales, Birds. and the sharks, so here's the longest ever oh. recorded, which huh. is discovered in 2020, by the way. This is semi-recently oh. discovered deep-sea creature. It is called the Siphonophore, which in 2020, marine scientists from the Schmidt Ocean Institute discovered the longest animal in the world in Western Australian waters, which this is kind of a beautiful-looking creature. Oh, I remember this, actually. Yes, the almost 50-meter-long Siphonophore surpasses the lion's mane jellyfish, the blue whale, and... it. it it's bigger. It's longer than a blue whale. It looks like a squid, right? Uh, no. A- and it surpasses the giant squid in both length and sheer shock factor. No it way. It is literally a long tube that just spirals. Wow. Dude, you know this, what? You know what? This is a siphonophore. He's probably. He's probably. No fucking way. Dude, he's probably that. floating around on the bottom of the ocean, thinking like that is a creature. Bro. That's what he's, that's like what he's thinking to himself. That's, that's what, like, they rolled up. Like, when they discovered him, their submarine was going by, and they just said, I'm the biggest bird. I'm the biggest bird. You know what? I'm going to fucking punch you if you <laughs> stop slut-shaming me. Judah, or- <laughs> this is the Seriously, It is 50 though, like, meters long, longer than the blue whale. Nuts it's not longer than my dick, though. I'm sorry. This, it spirals. It is that's beautiful. So cool. it's beautiful. What is it? What's his purpose, though? To be a worm. Dude, I honestly yeah. don't know. It's just a deep sea <laughs> yeah. creature. Worm, worm shit. Let's go, baby. Nematode, baby. <laughs> All right, so now that we're in the longest, oh. we're going to go ahead and trip some uh, some beers of ours. Ooh, if nice. we ever go into the deep unknown yes. of the sea, this is what we have to be scared of. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the deadliest recorded sea creature. Oh. And... Immediately, it doesn't even give me a list. Like, the top one right here. Stonefish. Man of War. Nope. Nope. It okay. is actually... Wait, can I get a guess? Yes. Lion. What's, lion what's the... What's the... What does it have to be? Uh, sea creature. Deadliest sea creature. Deadliest? Dude, stonefish. Uh, well, deadliest sea creature. Hold huh? on. I got it. No. I got it. It is... A. It's one of those little, tiny, little frog-looking things. Sea creature. And it's like it's got the it's black with blue potentially and it looks like it's got frills on it. Correct? No, that's a that's the I just said fish? the lion's fish. Is that what that is? That's not what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of something else. It's like small. It's like that maybe. Let me look up an big. image of it because it for some reason doesn't like give me context. Blue? Yeah, but it's mainly black. Uh no. 
It is not. What oh. is it? Okay, well, never mind. Like, so, the tiny like... Australian box... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The box fish. Yeah, yeah, the Australian box jellyfish. Oh, is that what you said? It's not a man of Wait. war. It's not a man of war. Okay, it's not a man of war. No, it's uh, the tiny Australian box jellyfish is considered oh. the most venomous animal in the sea. Their sting can cause cardiac arrest, par- par- uh, paralysis, or death in humans in just a few minutes. Oh, my God. Do you know what the antidote is? What? Vinegar. Are up. you serious? <laughs> no. Vinegar is the antidote to it. So this is the image of uh, of the box jellyfish. They're very pretty, but that oh. thing can kill you in minutes. Yo, looks, here's a, I got an image too. Minutes. I've got an image too. It's different. Oh, it, it does look <laughs> like a box. Yeah, like it's like little a little box tibbles. shape. Here's the dude. I I don't think I've ever does seen it have eyes. Very almost. It almost looks like it has eyes, but dude, they're so pretty. But they're so. <laughs> If I'm gonna, well, dude, that I, would be a, the most prettiest gonna, yet fucking. If I'm terrifying, if I'm, that is like looks like eyeballs. If I'm not mistaken, jellyfish on a whole don't have eyes, right? Like, no, they're they just they they don't even have a brain. They're they just, just they're just things. Membrane, <laughs> membrane, they're, yeah. How weird! It's it's bizarre, dude. That was. <laughs> And I actually remember watching a video of this long, long back, uh, way when when Australia, like a uh, documentary. Yeah, dude, I think we were watching um, the crocodile guy, huh? And he featured this on his video, like talking about box jellyfish and how deadly they can be. I don't remember. How long ago was this? Like, oh, like, we were little. Oh, well then, yeah. yeah. I can remember me rolling around on a crib, but I can't remember. <laughs> so they so- said. <laughs> A, a Do jellyfish have brains? No, jellyfish have no single centralized brain. Instead, they have radial, radially distributed nervous systems that are adapted to their unique body plan. Oh. Okay. Fancy Wait, fish. Uh, hold up, hold up. So eyes? Do they have eyes? They're nerve-ending. The Fancy jellyfish point. has six eye clusters. Each contains four very simple eyes consisting of pigment-filled pits to catch light. <laughs> So yes, those I, are those are eyes. <laughs> I hate referring to eyeballs as pigment-filled pits. <laughs> that's so yeah, weird. that's that's fucking bizarre. <laughs> so what? Okay, what? Moving right along, what else we got here on the list? So back to deadliest. I'm gonna reel back to deep sea. So on average, like off the coast of Australia, the most deadly thing in the sea you're going to find is a box jellyfish. However, yeah. if you're going deep sea, that is not the most deadliest thing you're going to find or run into. The deadliest thing actually is going to be the blue-ringed octopus, which yeah. its venom is a thousand times more powerful than cyanide. I've, I've, what the? Yes, what? this golf ball-sized powerhouse packs enough venom to kill 26 humans within minutes. I saw a person pick one up. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> there was a video of a dude being like, context. oh, here's a jellyfish, and it has a blue ring on it, and people are like, hey, uh-huh. is there another video of this man? Like, is he alive? Did he? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw He's I dude, just saw that video, no way. people are like, is that dude fucking alive? 26 people in minutes? That guy was probably fucked. That's what it looks like. A blue, literally, yeah. it is the name. It is a blue-ringed it looks like white it's got, octopus. It looks like it's rotting, uh, like it's got rot spots on it. Uh, mm. Scarlet rot, even? A little wow. Elden, uh, ring uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. So that is the most deadliest thing you're going to run into in the deep sea, which uh, you should be scared. That that's, I, yeah. that would be, 
I can't imagine having something stronger than cyanide coursing through my veins. Oh, no way. <laughs> you wouldn't Bro. have to imagine it. You'd be dead in like a minute. Yeah. I've never, I'll be honest, I've never had cyanide running through my veins, so I wouldn't know what even that feels like. Eat so that's true. apple cores. Oh, that's true. And then arsenic. Arsenic a... is actually, yeah. your cyanide is in apple seeds. Yeah. What? Huh? You have to eat like 13... 13 apple cores, like all of the seeds, every single seed yeah. from 13 apples, and then you will have a baseline of cyanide poisoning. That, I've, dude, what? Yeah. That, that's why you can't eat, like, raw cashews either, because cashews is a fruit, and the, the cashew nut is nut. actually on the inside, and they have to open what? up this fruit, take it out, dry it. And cook it, roast it. Because will it will it kill you? Dude, yeah, I had yeah, no like idea about that. Eat like three cashews and you're dead. Like what? the actual fruit. <laughs> Dude. Yo. Dude. Now I know. Damn. If I ever want to kill myself that way, like I'll just be like... <laughs> Dude, be like, no, you know I'll what? become hold really pop- popular and then be like, oh, he he overdosed on apple cores. Dude, hold on. <laughs> or throwback, he ate cashews and died. Throwback to that one episode where I talked about the wiki how of how to fake your death. Just plant <laughs> some like real cashew, I guess, fruits around. Yeah. Like, like, and they're like, oh, he obviously ate three real cashews and he's dead. It's over. Well, there's no body, like, but... There's no body. He like fucking Mexico. disintegrated. Yeah. He, he, the cashews he, disintegrated his corpse. So, I had the last PowerPoint on my topic. So, this is one thing I, I'd love for you guys to see, which is not my deadly, not big... This is the scariest motherfuckers you're going to see in the deep sea. And, dude, honestly, a lot of these either look like Godzilla uh, antagonists or something straight out of Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. Oh so yeah. you got a lot of these that you guys have heard of. The giant squid, the goblin shark, which looks like it's a saw, goblin, like oh, that yes. big, weird, yeah. concave nose. Goblin, uh, there's this one fucking nightmare that I found that I had not seen before. Maybe an image. This looks like an actual still pick of a, like, um... Um, what are they called? These nuts. I'm sorry. Stories that are real, <laughs> that are scary, like the backrooms. What is that general genre called? Just fiction? Just CPs. No, no, no. It's under that big umbrella term. Cryptid. Of, you really gave a weird reference with the backrooms. I think you threw off, like... That's SCP. Yeah. Not SCP. You're talking about, like, like... What's like that Loch Ness monster type cryptid. deals? Not, not a cryptid, not folklore. Of just like it a... looks like a nightmare. So this thing is called <laughs> okay. Northern. I, I can't think. I can't think of the term. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a bunch of fake stories that people post on a website that are creepy scary. Creepy pasta. Thank you for the love oh, of God. Oh, okay. I, I knew. I know the name. So it's like a so creepy pasta on it character. With the back rooms. You yes. Were, yeah. Okay. So this is called the Northern Stargazer, and um, I've seen that before. Ew! It looks like fucking off of Goosebumps, Yo. dude. Yummy. Scream. Yeah. Dude, cook me up some of that spicy meatball, please. Like it's just, uh. it just look at that. Fucking yeah. face, dude. Yeah. That's awful looking. As they can see on the podcast. It's well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be posting a lot, dude. There's gonna be a lot be of on images the I'm sharing on and the if Instagram really, this time. If you're really curious, just pull it up on your phone and look up the the northern stargazer. Yeah. So there's that, and of course you got the angler fish, which is fucking freaky lo- looking as hell. Oh, yeah. And uh then this isn't so scary. 
But this is something that straight up just looks like a uh, Pacific Rim or Godzilla villain. Uh, it's called a giant isopod. Oh, that's what it is. It's yeah. just a giant shelled creature, yeah. dude. Oh. I, I lived. It's just cool looking. Like, I lived in my Florida. favorite little creatures. Yeah. I love it. I lived in Florida for a little bit, and I didn't even know until I moved there that there are things called sand fleas. Have oh, you ever yeah. seen a sand flea? I, yeah. Yes, that's like a so tiny cool. Isopod. Yes, yeah, like, oh, like they're so cool. I would oh. use, I used to go out to the um, the beach and just catch them, like towards <laughs> towards sunsets when they're on the beach mostly, and you see them like kind of scurrying around and burrowing, and you could just dig them up. It's also freaky, and I would drop them half the time because they're like <laughs> in your in your hand, like they're like they have so many legs. It's just like crawling on you and trying to get out. Oh, it, yeah. it made it. I didn't like it. So <laughs> apparently, you can cook them up and eat them, and they're pretty good. So. Oh. Well, that was my topic. I just really want to bombshell drop a bunch of yeah. knowledge Woo. for us to talk about I creatures. Love creatures. Dude, I got two more things for you, Steven. Yes. Two more. Are you ready for this? Yes. We have just uncovered, I, this was like a couple of months ago, there is a wall of fish. Yes. At the lowest, quote unquote, lowest point of the ocean. Yeah, and where there was like that was, accessible point. Yeah, we thought that was No, the they thought that was the ocean floor. But it's just a like a, a, <laughs> they got a layer. It's a layer of dead fish, basically. Just no way. Into each other and making just this giant wall. Was it dead fish? Or was I think it... so. I thought it was like decomposed fish. Are you serious? I thought it was just like a, just a wall. Like these fish. This is, this is just their job. It's just yeah. like, they so it's because it's moving. It's yeah, like the ocean floor was moving. They didn't think about testing it beforehand. To like, can well, we, they, they didn't really ever get down it. there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it just bounced off of that, and they yeah. were like, yeah, "That's like one it." Of those that's submarines the bottom. with like little arms, dude. That's horrifying. How? What's aw- well, I guess yeah. It was like there would be a density level that all of them would hit, right? Yeah. And if it's there's nothing there, then they're just gonna rest there. Dude, I swear, there's Ugh. like we are going to uncover the Leviathan at so Leviathan, the Leviathan, dude, <laughs> Jesus. Look, well, okay, guys. one more after yes. that. Oh please. yeah, one more. Jesus there was a fish that they did get with that same submarine with this little arms, and they. They had to go, it, it took like three hours to get up to the surface because they had to go so slow bringing it up because of the pressure difference. This fish, it, it, it was black and white when they first got down there because there's no light right. in, in the ocean. Uh, as they were bringing it up, this fish would expand. <laughs> yes. And then they would sit there for a minute and it would just like decompress <laughs> and then they would just lift it up a little bit higher and higher like a submarine suit because they don't want it to blow up yeah Dude, exactly right what? when they got it, it out of the, the water it was like bubbly on the face like a big goldfish but it was completely like bright scarlet red and it was the weirdest thing ever they Dude. brought this from that point of the ocean they just brung it up and they had to lift it and decompress it. Was, maybe it's like a kind of a copper effect, or like it's like kind of like oxidized. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm sure. Where it, it, I, it oh. getting something from that low on the floor, and they being being used to swimming at that lowest point, probably never seeing light in their life. That's so, dude. I swear the deep sea is like has so much shit in it that we have just gotten the tip of the iceberg with that stuff, man. It's creepy, almost. Bro. I'd like to go down that iceberg. <laughs> Dude, I know. You know what? It's I too would... bad we couldn't survive the Guys, fucking pressure. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out real quick. You know what I would like to do? Is end the episode actually because <sighs> it's know. about time. Guys. I know. It's okay. about time to end it. Absolutely. So you know what? 
Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Cody. Yes, it's for been being a the pleasure. second guest on the podcast. Thank everybody, you let's for give Cody, me. give Cody a hand, mm. guys. Judah, I'm get off I'm your, trying to find the fish. It's been awesome. I'm trying to find the fish. Thank you, Cody. Uh, if you guys have enjoyed this episode, then you can feel free to check us out on rss.com, which is the main platform we post on. Uh, we've also got Spotify and uh, Amazon Music. We're on all of those as Three Brothers, One Brain Cell. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Or you can yeah. check us out at uh, TBOBcast, yeah. um, where we post uh, behind-the-scenes photos and reels and pictures that give context to the episode so you guys can stay updated. Yeah. Do not forget to hit that follow button. Yes. Do not forget to rate us on Spotify. Share yeah. with your friends if you like us. And, uh, yeah, so you can get... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cody, you want to say bye to everyone? Yeah. yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a it's been an absolute blast. Enough to t- talk for this long and just be able to sit here and see you guys. It, it's yeah, so dude. great. Yeah. I, I'm I'm happy that we're all together and actually have this yeah, collaboration dude, of wonderful minds. It's good. It's Ooh. good to it's good to Pass around the brain cell with each other. Oh, oh man! Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>